This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. In the book of Nehemiah, we read where Nehemiah and God's people were rebuilding the wall at Jerusalem after they had been released from Babylonian captivity. The walls and the gates of the city were in ruins, very susceptible to invasion by other nations. When Nehemiah was told of this by one of his brethren, he was very upset. This is what we read in Nehemiah 1, 2-3. Hanani, one of my brethren, came, he and certain men of Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped, which were left of the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said unto me, The remnant that are left of the captivity there in the province are in great affliction and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem also is broken down, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. In the rest of chapter 1, we see Nehemiah fasting and praying day and night to God, confessing his sin and the sins of the people, repenting of these things and begging God to help them. He pleaded with God, reminding him in verse 11 of chapter 1, O Lord, I beseech thee, let now thine ear be attentive to the prayer of thy servant and to the prayer of thy servants who desire to fear thy name and prosper. I pray thee, thy servant this day, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man, for I was the king's cupbearer. After all of Nehemiah's fervent prayers day and night, as he brought King Artaxerxes his wine one day, and the king noticed he was sad, and he asked him why his countenance was so sad. Nehemiah 2.5 tells us, And I said unto the king, If it please the king, and if thy ser servant have found favor in thy sight, that thou wouldst send me to Judah, unto the city of my father's sepulchres, that I may build it. You know, that must have taken great boldness. But before he asked, he prayed to God. So the king asked what his request was, and then agreed to help him above and beyond what we would expect. There's many lessons in just these few passages. Nehemiah's humility, his understanding that he must keep God in the uppermost part of his heart, and his actions, his prayer offering praise to the Creator, his confession, and repenting, and then moving forward trusting in God's care that he would be with him. Furthermore, Nehemiah's respect for the king under whom he served, his boldness to fully explain the situation, and his willingness to show that he had a plan to help fix the situation spoke volumes. He left nothing to chance, nor did he hold back any truths. Through King Artaxerxes and God's servant, Nehemiah, Jerusalem would be restored. All of this was needful to accomplish the will of God in his great plan of redemption. But the story, or account, of this does not end here. It's just the beginning. We're going to witness a great victory for God, for His people, and a multitude of wonderful examples for us today as we go about our work in the kingdom of God. Anytime God's children go forth to work fervently to glorify Him, Satan is in the background working fervently to undo everything we attempt to do. We need to understand that before we even begin. If we are not able to withstand the enemy spiritually, physically, psychologically and emotionally, we will lose. So how did Nehemiah fare in his effort to rebuild the wall? Tenacity, hard work, faith, prayer, 
encouraging the workers and discouraging the enemies, and by unity with brethren. That's how they win. We all win when we work together on the same team. We are all God's servants, first and foremost. Secondly, we're all brethren, a family of God. We are doing a great work. Yes, we need to recognize that we are all workers who are commanded to be building up the kingdom of God. And as builders, we will have to work tirelessly, as the brethren did in Nehemiah's day. They met with opposition and taunting. Nehemiah preached unto the people, Nehemiah two seventeen through 18 Then said I unto them, Ye see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lieth in waste, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Come, and let us build up the wall of Jerusalem, that we be no more a reproach. Then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, as also the king's words that he had spoken unto me. And they said, Let us ride up and build, so they strengthened their hands for this good work. The people had a mindset to work. When God's people are set to work and they carry through with that mindset, Satan better watch out. God is going to be pleased, and we will be victorious if we remain faithful and continue our work. Nehemiah and the brethren met with adversity, discouragement, derogatory remarks, negativity, and the threat of war even against Jerusalem, Nehemiah 4.8. They became discouraged, but Nehemiah gathered them, armed them with swords, and half of the people stood watch while the other half worked. Here's another great lesson for us to be today. Some people may go out by foot to spread God's word. Others may send cards and letters to encourage those who are shut in, sick, or maybe just can't make it to church for a while. Some may teach others and families in their homes, and still others may go into foreign fields or teach Bible classes to children, women, and men. It takes all of us working together to accomplish the work, but we can't give up or give in. My favorite verse in this book, verses I should say, in this book are found in Nehemiah 6, 1 through 4. Now it came to pass when Sambalat and Tobiah and Gershom the Arabian and the rest of our enemies heard that I had builded the wall and that there was no breach left therein, though at that time I had not set up the doors upon the gates, that Sambalat and Gershom sent unto me, saying, Come, let us meet together in some of the villages in the plain of Ono. But they thought to do me mischief, and I sent messengers unto them, saying, I am doing a great work, so that I cannot come down. Why should the work cease, whilst I leave it, and come down to you? Yet they sent unto me four more times after this sort, and I answered them after the same manner. Great job, Nehemiah. I want that same tenacity that he had. But I know that I'm going to have to cultivate it in my heart and mind and follow up with action. Because the Sanballats and Tobias of this world will never cease. They belong to the prince of this world, not God. They would try to destroy anything that is godly. But we don't have to help them by giving in to their persistent ways. We need to echo Nehemiah's answer and reply, I am doing a great work. Why should I leave my work and give in to you? Don't you love that? So ladies, thank you for listening, and I pray that we all will remember the great examples of old and take our stand for the Lord.
We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.